0: I'm your host, Diana Curtis, and I'm so glad you could join us today. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. So today, we will be chatting about growing pains and how it relates to your relationships. Now, in spite of all the horrific things that have happened the past year and a half, And some of these horrific things are still happening in the world. In spite of all of that, there is a tremendous amount of growth and change occurring. Now, join with me for a second. Just pause for just a second and reflect on the changes and the growth that you've experienced. I know oftentimes we don't take a moment just to breathe in, change the newness, the greatness, the goodness of life. So just take a moment to reflect on that. And I also know it's a possibility that you were thrown into a growth period like me after losing a loved one. Maybe you got a divorce. Whatever your heartbreak, something changed for you. I know That is so true for me. The level of growth that I've experienced the last few months alone has blown my mind. And I know that death will throw you into a growth period, whether you want it or not. And you can either sink or swim. You either swim with the tide or you swim against the tide. It's your choice. Both might feel difficult to do. Flowing with the tide and whatever life brings your way might hurt, depending on your level of acceptance and allowing. Flowing against the tide also might hurt. Resistance shows up. How do you know when resistance is present? Everything feels so hard and it feels difficult to manage. You may have difficulties making decisions. You may even attract the wrong people in your life. There's some level of suffering when resistance shows up. You've heard this many, many times already. Whatever you resist, more of the same will show up. Now, I believe the number one way to let go of resistance is to just start focusing on allowing and accepting Whatever that situation or thing is, just allow it, just accept it, and let it process itself. Let it come on in, look that thing in the eyes, confront it, then decide whether to keep it or let it go. I know many of you are struggling in relationships with loved ones, with colleagues, with business partners, acceptance of other races. If that's you, just acknowledge it as your truth you got to know what you're working with before you can change it. Don't judge it. Just acknowledge it. Get clarity about that thing. Clarity is your friend. Now, I love talking about relationships because I know we were created to be in relationship with each other. We need each other. People need people. Yet, it's the number one thing that people struggle with the most. So, why is that? Well, I know there's so many reasons. I believe the number one reason we struggle with the relationship is there's a broken relationship with the creator, God, spirit, whatever you decide to call it. If you are disconnected from your source, from your creator, that means you're disconnected from yourself. And if you have a broken, unhealthy relationship with yourself, it would be difficult to have a healthy relationship with others. You just don't have it in you. Now, my spiritual mom taught me that the only relationship you are ever having is the one that you're having with yourself. And when I first heard that, I was a bit confused. So think about that for a moment. If you're having a loving relationship with yourself, Doesn't it make sense that you would be having that same loving relationship with other people? Likewise, if you're having a difficult, unloving relationship with yourself, there's a lot of pain and confusion in your heart and your mind, then yes, you will spread that pain and that confusion out into the world when interacting with other people. And you will also have an unloving relationship with them. You see, you're always spreading you. You're spreading your thoughts, your feelings, your actions out into the world. And I know that's probably a no-brainer to anyone who's listening to me. Yet we say we want to be in healthy, loving relationships. So why do the world continue to spin in chaos and hatred and war? Why do families continue to fight and blame and place guilt on each other? Why are we not taking the pain, which is real, it is real, but why are we not taking the pain and heal it? Why are we not taking the confusion and clearing it out? That's where the magic happens. The magic happens during the growth period we're healing the pain and we're clearing up our confusion because we think we know everything, right? We think we are right and the other person is wrong. That is not true. So if we allow ourselves to just be moved into that growth period, you must experience the growing pain. That's where the magic happens. Blame and guilt is huge. It takes you from looking at yourself and you're placing focus on the other person, never healing yourself. Now, I was talking over lunch with a friend about this very thing, and here's what I shared with her. I asked her to think about the collective emotions and pain her ancestors experienced over a lifetime. From one generation to the next, To think about mom carried that pain and that suffering while she was carrying her in her womb. And her mom's mom carried the same pain and suffering while carrying her mom in her womb. So it's in her DNA, it's in her cells, yet she could heal that stuff. The point here is, who are you to blame? because it goes so far back that no one knows who to blame. So why not choose to stop blaming and start healing and start growing? When I began to sit in that truth, I made the decision to no longer blame anyone for my life. And yes, things have happened to me, things have happened to you, but we don't have to be a victim. I started telling myself, no one did anything to me with malice. And even if they did, it's still my pain and confusion to heal. And yes, the person who hurt me will have their own road to travel for their own healing. But regardless, at the end of the day, it's your pain to heal. Even the smallest upset, it's yours Now, someone else may have played a role in the origin of your pain, but it's still yours to heal. So go ahead and decide right now how you're going to handle the pain and confusion going forward. Wow, there's so much more to share about ancestor patterns and habits and pain, especially around slavery. But that's another show. Maybe we'll do a show on that very, very soon. Okay, back to growing pain. Let's talk about the family dynamics. Think about the people closest to you. Is everyone around you growing up? I know I'm watching my youngest daughter step out into the world with such grace and confidence. As I watch all of my daughters grow into themselves, it's such a powerful thing to experience as a mom. It's so sweet to watch how they are allowing those parts of themselves they no longer want to carry to just peel away. They are allowing that stuff to just peel away, layer by layer. Now, growing includes pulling out the weeds that invade your heart. And with that pulling will come more pain, struggle, and even setbacks. Pulling the weeds out is better than letting them grow into a forest that's controlling your life, controlling your environment, your relationships, your money, your health. I think weed number one is cease blaming others for what's happening in your life and plant a seed of forgiveness. No life is happening for you, not to you. Know that all of your upsets are activated from within and choose to pay attention to what's going on inside of you. Ask yourself, why did I feel that way when he or she said, you fill in the blank? Or when he or she did, you fill in the blank. What did he or she say? What did he or she do to you? And why did you feel that way? I talked about self-forgiveness in another episode, but here's another way to look at forgiveness. Now, I'm not speaking about forced forgiveness, where you are forgiving with your mouth, yet your heart is still broken. You must clean up and nurture your heart back to a place of love, not forced to forgiveness. Forced forgiveness that's laced with unresolved emotional issues. You got to go in and clear out whatever is still lying underneath, whatever is still vibrating in your heart that's painful. You know, that thing that's inside of you that's up for healing. It's real, it's real, it's real. Now, I know forgiveness, that's huge but you want to practice forgiveness with healing, with intent to heal yourself first and then the other people involved. That's how you experience true forgiveness. That's how you will be able to get up and grow through your pain. That's why I'm calling this episode Growing Pain. Choose not to be a victim over and over again. Clean it up. Get it out of there. And yes, Oftentimes, you will have to separate yourself from the person who costs you the pain, who costs you harm, the person who doesn't protect your heart, the person who's not on your joy list. Yes, I created a joy list for myself. So what's a joy list? If that person don't bring you joy or some sense of peace, they should not be on your list. It doesn't mean that you don't love or care about them. You just care and love yourself more. Now, once I learned the truth about the ancestor patterns and knowing that it's my stuff that I may have inherited, I started practicing this with my children, and I tend to remind them that it's your stuff, not mine, so go heal it. Now, I know you awakened people are thinking, yes, it is your stuff, mommy. Diana, that's showing up in your children. It's that generational stuff, right? Those generational habits and patterns, right? Okay, I get that. I passed it on to them. Now they get to heal it. And then we love to bring some humor to the whole thing. It's funny because they reflect the same back to me. If I go there and begin to blame them for something, they will remind me, Mom, it's your stuff and it's up for healing. Yet, we understand that healing is up for everyone involved, not just the person who's feeling wounded by the other. Everyone gets to heal from the process. Now, that's growth. Everyone gets to heal during the process. Now, what about the stuff you feel is unforgivable? You feel if you forgive, it means forgetting and giving that other person a pass. How do you grow through that? Well, you get to choose. If you want to grow through it and be free of what happened, or if you want to continue to carry it around for the rest of your life, it's your choice. Oftentimes, people will say, I don't want to relive the past and what happened. And I remind them, the fact is, If your heart is still hurting, your heart is still broken, you're reliving the past every day, every moment, every second, every thought. It's still in there. The energy of the abuse or neglect, the abandonment is still inside of you. It's vibrating and recycling itself over and over again. You think about it often, you feel it in your body. In fact, your body may be experiencing some form of sickness or illness because of the obsessive thoughts and feelings that you're still carrying around about what happened to you. Sometimes you might react aggressively every time someone touches your wound, touches your scar. You're living from your scars. Now, imagine this for yourself with the help of a professional, someone who knows how to do this work. You are cleaning, purging and releasing the energy around what happened. And you replace that wounded energy with a vision of the future, a future that includes new and healthy relationships, joy, adventure, purpose and passion. Now, imagine waking up every morning with no aches in your joints. Imagine being able to show up in conversation with anyone with a powerful stance and authenticity. You're being you and you're breathing, you're experiencing and expressing power. Imagine you are grounded and not easily pulled from your power center. Well, All of that is possible, but not without some form of growth and transformation for yourself. I've studied this growth thing, this growth journey through pain and grief for decades, both professionally and personally. And experiencing that for myself has been the greatest joy. It's why I created this podcast to share tools and tips for growing through that stuff, growing through the pain, growing through the grief. And I've created an entire system, growing through grief system. It's designed as a holistic pathway for healing grief and trauma. Oh, yes, we have to look at the trauma as well. Those things that happened to us as a child, those things that happened to you as a teenager and maybe as an adult. It's one of the most powerful, rewarding efforts of my life. And I'm simply amazed at the number of women who are ready and open to seeing things differently, ready to experience growth using my proven system that, Get this, that's built on a spiritual foundation with the huge vision component and the steps to get them from where they are now to where they would like to be. Now, who doesn't want that, right? Who doesn't want the pain of grief to go away and be able to do it with a God who will take them through a beautiful journey of and do it with a guide who will take them on a beautiful journey of healing with a gentle approach. Everyone wants that. How do I know that? I know this because the class always fills up fast. So I'm always having to start a waiting list. Feel free to contact me if you know someone who may benefit from this type program. How sweet is that? Who doesn't want to grow through their pain with love and compassion? And they get to design their life vision going forward with things that they care about, that they desire for themselves, for their loved ones. It's your life. It's time to step up your A game. It's time to get up now and grow. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Guess what? We're at the end of another episode, and we talked about a lot today. Hopefully you received some valuable tools that will help you grow through whatever heartbreak, through whatever pain you may be experiencing. And remember to cease blaming others. Get clarity. Release the pain and confusion so you don't spread it out into your relationships or spread it out into the world. Create yourself a joy list. And if people don't bring you joy, they shouldn't be on your list. And oh yeah, practice forgiveness that heals. Self-forgiveness for yourself first and then others, not forced forgiveness. Keep growing in your relationships with loved ones, friends, and those who may have hurt you. Remember, as long as you have breath, there's life, and there's so much more for you to be and grow into. I hope you enjoyed the show. I will see you next week, and remember, keep on growing. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.